Hello, I hope you're all safe and as happy as possible these days. As you know, the Sega Lounge is currently on break for the whole month of August, but I wanted to bring you some bonus content during the month, so starting this week, you'll be able to listen to some short interviews I did back in 2018 as part of the Manic Lounge segment of the Manic Monday show on Radio Sega. This week, we have a legendary VGM composer, the marvelous Matt Furness, known for many iconic game soundtracks including The Terminator, Alien 3, The Lost Vikings and many more on Sega systems. Enjoy the interview and come back next week for another bite-sized chat. Hello Matt, welcome to Radio Sega. Hey David, thanks for having me. Uh, it's nice, nice to have you here on on uh, our show. It's so Matt uh, Matt Furness, legendary composer of video game music. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, before we get into the the whole video game music thing, um, tell us a bit about yourself, please. So, uh, how what, what what kind of music background do you have? Uh, so, did you get like s musical education uh, before you get got into video game music? No, not not really anything formal. I, mean, I did have um, music lessons at school with everybody else, just uh, you know, playing the uh, the piano and the, the bit of the trumpet and the you know the xylophone, those kind of things. But uh, really, I was I was into synthesizers and things like that. So I always uh, I always wanted to have synthesizers, and I, I used to listen to things like Kraftwerk and you know Jean Michel Jarre and mm -hmm. and. Uh, Things like that, and you know, Yellow Magic Orchestra. I love synthesizers, so I, I, uh, I would always try to get, you know, have a synthesizer at home, or usually just a cheap Casio or something. And I, I just taught myself to play um, music on, on those, really. Awesome. And so uh, you weren't expecting to get a, a gig in the music uh, or the video game music industry, right? I don't, um, I don't know if I expected it, but it's always what I, I wanted to do, um, especially ever since. You know, some of my friends they had Commodore 64s, which I we couldn't afford anything that um, luxurious. So I only had a Spectrum, which didn't have good music. But when I, you know, when I went to my friend's house and they had Commodore 64, they used to be amazed by the music. And I, 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 I thought, oh, I'd love to, you know, do that um, as a job. You know, when I was older. So, um, you know, from that day in the in the mid 80s, that's that's always what I wanted to do. Awesome. And so how did that happen? How did you get, you know, your, what was your first project, by the way, in the, in the industry? Do you remember? Um, it would, well, they, it, what, it would have been in um, 1989, and I, I had, um, I'd been writing um, music for, for Amiga demos a little bit, and um, I'd, I'd sent some, some um, audio cassette tape demos around to different um, software developers development houses around uh, near where I lived in England at the time and, and one of them which was called Tech um, and it was also called Chrysalis got you know they wrote back to me and said they they take me on a, on a trial uh, just to see you know if I mm -hmm. could if I could do the music and sounds for their games um, because I'd only just left school and I was only 16 years old so um, that was a big thrill and I got you know got on the bus from my hometown and, and went across into the the city where where they were, and um, and they uh, took me on a trial for for a couple of weeks, and then they gave me a job. So, uh, and then the first project I, I was working on, I'm not sure exactly which one was absolutely the first, but they were working on um, uh, 
some co- some video game conversions. Uh, there was Tubin, which was one they were working on, which was a, an Atari video game. Mm-hmm. And um, there was another one called Laser Squad, which was like a turn-based uh, tactical game. And I did the sound for that. So it would it would have been one of those two, maybe. Uh, there was also a shoot like a shoot 'em up game called Scramble Spirits, which was a Sega game they were doing, yeah. and, and I did that. Mm-hmm. So th- there was a few um, around that time that that may have been the the first. I'm not sure which one was the first that was published, but it could have been uh, yeah, Laser Squad or something like that. I would I would think. Yeah, I, I was looking um, so some of your credits here on the interwebs. It seems like Tubin was released in 1988, so maybe maybe that was the first one. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, your uh, Tubin, uh, Laser Squad, Passing Shot, so all around 1989 and stuff. So, so yeah, awesome. So, um, and and how did it, that feel? So what inspired you when you were creating the music for these games? So some of these were arcade conversions as well. So did you work with the original soundtracks at all? Did you create new stuff for, for these games? Um, yeah, that's right. Sometimes um, we would use the, the original um, sounds, maybe take them out of the arcade game. And then as it was kind of common back then, really, especially on on things like the Amiga and the Atari ST and things for, for the, the sound designer to maybe recreate the music and make it sound a little different because maybe the arcade music wouldn't translate so well to a home computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you find a lot of games from that era maybe have uh, music that's somewhat different to what you would have found in the original game. Um, yeah. But sometimes, And then sometimes because the, maybe the arcade game didn't have music, like I did, there was one game called Clax I did, which was like a puzzle game. And the arcade game had very limited sound, but for the home version, they had the memory. So I, I wrote some music to go with, with the home version. So, yeah, that's right. So that's really as inspiration or would be just looking at the, you know, listening to the music in the arcade game and then trying to, to translate it or arrange it in a way that would work for the home versions. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. One of the questions that, that people uh, sent me was, what was your favorite Sega game to work on? I'm not sure if you if you thought of them in, as Sega games or non-Sega games, but uh, instead of just Sega game, maybe we could could work, go with uh, what was your fa- favorite maybe Genesis game to compose for. Uh, to compose for, um, I think maybe the the one I really uh, liked composing, which was all my own work, was was a game called Pugsy, uh-huh. um, which was developed by Traveler's Tales, and it was um, it was published um, on on the Sega Genesis, and developed by you know it was a Signosis uh, uh-huh. game, I think. Um, that one was good because it you know it needed a lot of music it has um i don't know how many songs it has maybe third maybe 30 pieces of music in that game and and the the developer just let me you know they just said well just you know come up with what you think is going to work and so i had free reign to to write all the music um that one was really good um trying to think which other ones where i composed for that were uh, some of my favorites. Another one was called Wiz and Liz, which was like a, a fast platform game. Mm-hmm. That one has kind of very different music. Um, another one uh, I could think of was called Boogerman, which was an interplay game. Yes. Um, and that, <laughs> that one, I wrote all the music for that. And I had, 
you know, I think I came up with something that works with the game. So, um, then, and then for the, you know, the other things like the conversions, which, which is where you just take in the original, uh, game sound, mm -hmm. like from an arcade game. Um, I would say, um, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, I did those and mm -hmm. translated the arcade uh, music. So they were, they were really fun to work on, especially with them being, being such, um, big, you know, popular games at the time as well. Yeah, definitely. And so that that raises a, a question here. So, what did you prefer? I imagine maybe composing because those were your original ideas. But did you prefer to compose new music or to work on existing soundtracks and try to convert them to a different system? I think I like both equally because it, it can be quite high pressure if you if you're always having to compose and, and really create the music so the advantage of having so many different projects where some of them are original some of the conversions and if if I'm having like a writer's block and I'm not thinking of any good music I can just switch to one of my other projects it's a conversion and then it becomes you know and then it's more of a fun challenge to say oh I'm going to take this 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 music from from the arcade game which may have more powerful sound hardware and sound better and let's see if we can how good can we make it sound on this more limited mm -hmm. uh, home system like a home console so that's that's that becomes more of a just a fun uh, challenge then really That's that's a good point. That's an interesting point, actually. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and so, as we were saying, so you you composed or you you made music for a lot of uh, Genesis Mega Drive games. Um, th there's a whole uh, debate on whether uh, the the Genesis sound chip was any good over uh, the competition at the time. So I personally enjoy uh, the sound of the Genesis a lot. Uh, Were there any particular challenges into making music for Genesis games? Did you enjoy that? Um, just really, just the limit, really the limited amount of maybe sample RAM you would have for playing real digital sort of sounds. Um, it could have been. It was a little more challenging to make music that sounded more organic, like real instruments. I think than than say uh, Super Nintendo, which which was easier. But I think overall the Genesis has has a better um, sound hardware because I like the synthesized sound. I think it's much crisper and more dynamic sounding. Um, and I think even now when you look at how people are now, composers are still writing music for Genesis and, and SNES now, that the work that's coming out that I hear now for Sega Genesis is incredible. I think it's better than um, even what was being done back 20 years ago, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good point as well. Yeah, and so by the way, I actually uh, was uh, looking at your Twitter feed the other day, and uh, you posted a, a remake of the end credits to the Terminator Genesis game. So, is this something that you do a lot, or was this a one-off? Um, it, it's not so much a one-off, but I don't really have time to do it so often. I I did uh, do a remake of the Alien Three. Uh, title music I did that last year um, and then I've done this uh, Terminator one which I, I'd just been sort of working on a little bit at a time over the last year just for fun and eventually <laughs> I got to a point I thought I should really just release this just so it's not just sitting on my computer anymore um, <laughs> but if I get you know when I get the time it's, it's fun to do but I just I don't really have um, that much time available to do it but uh, that, yeah I may have another one coming up this year we'll, we'll see 
Awesome. And so people should check out your SoundCloud page, right? Um, yeah, I put them on SoundCloud. That's that's usually the best place. Yeah, awesome. that's right. Awesome. Okay. Um, yeah. So awesome, awesome stuff. So uh, Matt, you you uh, mentioned so Alien Three. You did a, a remake of that. You remade uh, Terminator. Where are those uh, the the projects that I don't know? Maybe people recognize you best for. Uh, what do you think were the, the soundtracks or games you worked on that people, you know, uh, most associate you with? Yeah, it would be it'd probably be those, and, you know, things like Mortal Kombat. Just I think mm -hmm. by virtue that they were the they were the the biggest games at at that time. Um, so it, it does tend to be that the the more popular games are going to be more recognized for the yeah. you know, the music or the graphics. I think so. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so uh, by the way, the interesting question now. So, do you think? Um, and I, I have my personal opinion, and obviously this is Radio Sega, so obviously we think music is really important. But do you think um, that that music in video games is just as as important as other as other things like like, for example, gameplay and graphics, or do you think it's just just a, a complement to other things? And not as important. Um, it, I think it depends on on the game. I think there are there there are quite a lot of games where the, the, the as as far as having music, it may not be entirely necessary in some mm -hmm. games. To be honest, um, and other games, it it obviously is a, a big feature of it. Um, I think on newer games, being more realistic, I think that the the sound design is is more important now than it ever was. Um, But I think back in the you know years ago with the the concert, I think the music could have been you know in some games it was just there for the for the sake of it, and it it could easily have been you could swap one great soundtrack from a game and just swap them out for the completely different game, and I don't and I think people just go oh this game's got awesome music, and I don't think it would affect really how they felt about the game if the game was good. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because also there was nothing else to compare it to either, right? So the, 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 we, we were just getting good soundtracks now and in the past we just had like boop, 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 boop. So it exactly, didn't matter, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I think that's right. Okay, yeah. Um, another question for you. So you, you mentioned uh, working on all these games. Have you uh, still been working on, on video games in the past, in the re in most recent years? What have you been doing recently um i did do um a little bit of music for a uh, a game called fear effect sedna which which i think was just released on steam for i, I think it just came out for pc and um i think and the it's switch, on, i think uh, as well yeah is it switch. really on the switch yeah so I, i wrote the uh the theme music for that um mm -hmm. and that game is uh it's part of the the fear effect uh franchise which i, I did the, mm -hmm. the music for the first one of that um, but that, that's really it recently. I, I really don't do the, the music, um, as a job anymore. Uh, I, that was just uh, really a, a more of a one-off and maybe if opportunity comes up, I might do another one at some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any, any special reason why you're not really that involved into, uh, video game music? Um, I, just, uh, I do the thing I do. I do other things now. I do a lot of uh, software engineering projects, web development, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And then the, the music I do have, I have a band that I play with. So it's more of a, uh, a hobby now. Okay. okay. Because I did spend, I did spend so many years doing it, you know, um, 
full time that I think I just got a little bit burned out in the end, and I didn't really want to do it as a job anymore. Yeah, and uh, so I'd, I'd rather just do it for fun now. Okay, yeah. awesome. And so, would would it would it, uh, there be like a, a project that would make you, if if some video game company came out with a, a, one of your maybe a new iteration of one of your past projects, uh, mm -hmm. would you would there be one that would want you to to come back and do the whole soundtrack for that specific project i, I i'm not sure because it would take me so long to do a whole soundtrack because it take it takes quite a long time just to do one you know one song now it took me um you know best part of a couple of weeks just to do the one piece of music for fear effect sadness so mm -hmm. if if we're talking about making over an, you know like an hour of music or more then that it would take me months and months of time so <laughs> it would be it would be just very difficult it would be very difficult but it could probably just do you know one piece of music or something like that would be would be fine okay <laughs> who knows who knows uh yeah. so maybe with with this new uh found love that people have for retro games right so maybe so uh -huh. and, and that's that's another question that i wanted to ask you so do you prefer uh, or you know if you had to choose between doing that Uh, synthes uh, Synthesizer-heavy uh, music that you did before, and maybe the, the the kind of video game music that most games have nowadays, like orchestral and stuff. What would you choose between the two? What would you say is the best way? What better suits your your uh, you know music style? Yeah, I think for me, definitely the old the old style with the sound chip and um, and just. I, I used to love the technical challenge of how you know how much how much music how how good can we make this little chip sound? Once once all the games moved to CD-ROM and and then full, um, like you said, orchestral music. I, I I really wasn't that interested because at that point it's there's not so much technical challenge in mm -hmm. there. Um, so I really like you know to listen to the old old stuff from the. You know, from the old consoles, from the eight sixteen-bit consoles, is where I would, I would. Uh, that's where I would want to be if I was going to be writing any more music. Certainly. Okay, so maybe for some indie games uh, released these days for the Mega Drive or the Genesis, there there are still some people making games for retro consoles. So who knows? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Uh, so people. Send an email to Matt Furness uh, for some awesome music <laughs> for your projects. Okay, excellent. So, Matt, uh, how can people um, find you on the internet? How can people, you know, get in touch or find out if you release new, new songs, new music, remakes, like the one you did for Terminator? Uh, well, I have my uh, my SoundCloud page, um, mm -hmm. which is one, um, which I, I'll have to find out the address for that. I also have a. Um, I have a, a Facebook page, which is just music, all my music, um, and that's mm -hmm. it's facebook.com slash furnace music. That's all one word. Um, so I, generally, if I, if I put a new SoundCloud or anything, I'll, I'll uh, post it there to uh, any of the things I'm interested in music-wise. Mm -hmm. um, let's see what my – and the, my SoundCloud page, that one is uh, SoundCloud slash Matt dash furnace, um, and that's where I – I put things and I've, I've put a few things there recently, like you said, the, the Terminator and the, the Alien 3 remake. And, and sometimes I'll just put a, a, a new, like a re-recording of some, maybe some PlayStation music that I did in the past or something like that. Yeah. 
Awesome, awesome. And so we're we're going to be looking forward to to hearing more from you. Um, anything else you'd like to say to the fans, Matt? So this was actually a, a, an interview that people requested a lot. Uh, a lot of my listeners wanted me to have you on the show. They're a big fans of your music. Anything you'd like to say to them? Uh, just yeah, thank you for for listening and you know appreciating music and um, you know just keep listening to retro music from back and listen to the the new retro music that the uh, the eight bit and sixteen bit musicians are making and uh, yeah, just just thank you for uh, for listening. Awesome, and that we will. So, Matt Furness, thank you very much for coming on Radio Sega. Thank you very much for your time. All the best for your future endeavors. Thank you so much, David. Thank you very much. The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to kc at radiosega.net. Follow us on Twitter at The Sega Lounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.